Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Seeing that we have uh, new new intro music now, mm-hmm. I don't need to say yo, 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 yo anymore. How y'all doing, thank, folks? Thank God. I'm going to let somebody else say that. Your larynx was uh, about to give out. I'm going to let somebody else say that nowadays. Yo, 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 yo. Some yo. Anyway, we are the ill-advised wise guys. <laughs> I am your boy, Uche. I got my boy. Cute. Deezy. For sheezy. It's way too easy. You know what? I was on the plane the other day, and I was drinking Sprite Teasy. You know, Sprite, Sprite with, uh, you know, but did it make caffeine free? Did it make you sneezy? It that's hey <laughs> true. Did it make you sneeze? You not heard? You didn't see the report? No. What, what happened? Sprite making people sick? sneeze now. We're right? talking. <laughs> that's a report. <laughs> FDA says Sprite makes people sneeze. I got that from the RadianceGameMusic.com. Yeah, that is the yeah. source. Okay? Everybody knows that site is a uh, defunct. It's a, it's a spam. <laughs> it's a spam house. It should never be. It should never be taken seriously. But anyway, uh, this is episode twenty-three. 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 AKA Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Listen, Kobe a lonely day. This is Michael Jordan. This is a special episode. This. This was a uh, you know we we let's just commemorate this this album to, not this album like we're, like we're making this episode music. this episode to Michael Jordan man you know it's actually his birthday let's rem- for this real? weekend or to, maybe even today really it's his birthday sometime soon okay surprisingly well, he's about to be sixty well let's commemorate this episode actually that might not be right that the, the, he's fifty five that sounds old he's <laughs> 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 he just played for Wizards oh, like ten years this, ago man. he's trying to <laughs> he's age just, him even more he just played I, I, he just scored fifty the other day. So uh yeah, yeah wait, wait at the at the playground? Nah, with the Wizards. The Wizards? Yeah, he played. What did they call the Bullets when he was playing with the Wizards? Well, hell no, I won't call the Bullets. <laughs> nah, but anyway, man, yeah, this is a special episode, man. You know, we 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 try to we try to turn these these numbers into something meaningful. Which, by the way, the stat guy just told us uh, his birthday's on February seventeenth. Uh, he's still fifty four at the current moment. Oh, really? Yeah, February seventeenth. What's that tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. Where, let's, let's look. What's today? We don't even know what today is. Today is oh my god! You're right. No, you're right. So it's tomorrow. Hey, yeah, thank this you. weekend. Hey, huh? thank you, right. Stat Guy. This weekend. Thank, thank you, you, Stat Guy. Thank you, sir. Now go get my coffee. Okay. 
That's not a stat guy. He's, he's our intern, right? That's that's an abuse victim. <laughs> that's a me tooer. Anyway, man, listen, let's let's just jump into this shit, man. You know, as usual, we start this podcast off, you know, with the uh, Watch the Throne segment, where we're gonna give you guys some of the hottest albums that came out, of, you know, since our last episode, and tell you guys what we like about it and what we don't. Yes, sir. And then, uh, you know, obviously after that. We give you the ill and the not so advised. That's where we tell you some music that is hot and tell you a couple songs to stay away from. Absolutely. It's a long list this week. Yeah, man. Shit. Shit happens, man. And then uh, after that, obviously, we'll get into our ill-advised thoughts, which you guys are already aware of. And for those of you who are not, you know. Ill-advised that's, that's, that's thoughts. Our, yeah, that's what we talk about. I you know. swear you find ill-advised thoughts outside of park. <laughs> you said There's thoughts, a, right? I said thoughts. Oh, thought, thoughts, it, it, right? Exactly, thoughts. thoughts. Yeah, man. I swear, I saw everybody's thought the other day. We're hosting this from from stadium this week. <laughs> I saw. You know how I knew she was everybody's thought. Ooh, or why? She was wearing Jordans and leggings. Mm. That's an everybody's thought. That's a thought call. If I ever heard one, that's hey, man. It's too. But hold on, man. But Jordan leggings don't go. I mean, if you're a thought, it maybe does. maybe if you're a thought, it does. maybe the twelves, <laughs> maybe the what? Maybe the twelves, <laughs> the twelves. But the tw- no, ninety one percent of the Jordans don't go. No, no, no. Leggings. Maybe the team Jordans. The team. If you, you if you were the, the Carmelos, team <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, I heard I heard uh, DJ Khaled's son, son is is, is, yeah. a, is a Jordan brand ambassador. He's a now. Jordan brand ambassador. You hear about that? You don't even know how to spell Jordan. He, a Jordan ambassador. That's that's tight. <laughs> Listen, all I know is this: whenever DJ Khaled's son gets old enough to know what the hell's going on, he's gonna be like, "Who? He's gonna know who the fuck? Who, what family am I a part of? What is this? The fucking Jetsons? <laughs> like, he's gonna accolades that he don't even know. <laughs> oh, when I was two years old, wait, like, I was the youngest person ever with a Jordan deal. <laughs> really? Oh man, like, I'm a, I'm amazing. Be like, Dad, can I go to Disney World? Yeah, use your Jordan money, endorsement money. <laughs> yeah, that's still in the debt. Yeah, it's still in account. the bank. Yeah, man. Anyway, hey, right. enough, enough of these thoughts, man. How, we'll do we, long, how do we get off? We'll be long dead before then. Yeah, I know. All right. Uh, man, let's just start us off, man. What do you think? You want to do that? Yeah, of course. Let's do it. So, Watch the with the first album, Nipsey Hussle dropped a project. I guess we can call this an album. I'll, I'll, I'll release my project. It's a studio hour because to call this one an album, you, and it's called Victory Lap. You have to say album because it's it's a, a huge mark for his career. It's his first studio album. Yeah, and they and they they're making this a really big deal. It is a big deal, you know, because his 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 uh, album got pushed back probably yeah. more times than like I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. His album probably further back. than Stephen A. Smith's hairline. Yeah, uh, yes, I should have been pushed back for a long I, time, man. I surely do agree. I mean, but hey, he didn't disappoint though. I don't think so. And and you know what? I don't think he disappointed. He he actually held his own. You know what? I actually think on this album, like some of that pent up frustration comes out from song to song. Mm-hmm. Like you hear, we said it earlier. I say angry. You said determined. Uh, determined. Person, determination. Determination he shows. Almost like almost like perseverance. Perseverance. You know? Like he resilience. He just seems pissed off at everybody that's around him. Like he literally raps like he thinks he's better than everybody. And that's that confidence, that's that swagger that I think 
you know, just kept getting more and more pent up. Because think about it. If you were having like four or five albums released, you know, in your career, you no longer care what everybody else is doing because you're like, man, I'm releasing too. Right. But for him, this is his first album. He had to sit back and watch all these dudes that he thinks he's better than right. release. So, you know, you kind of get that vibe from him on this Victory Lap album where he finally speaks his mind about, you know, what he's seeing around him and why he thinks he's better than them. I, yeah, I think I think you're right about that. And, and, and to take it a step further, I would actually say that's just how he raps. You know, like, certain, like certain people have a certain style, certain subject matter, yep, you know, yep, like yep, yep. Uh, the Migos. You know what you're getting when you when you listen to them talk. They're yeah. going to talk about ice. They're going to talk about all the, all, the, all the girls they fucking. They're yeah. going to talk about all the cars they whipping. Skr, skr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy, he's always been talking that same theme, which is, you know, I own my own. I'm better. I, I fuck you up. Like I, come I stand from, on my two, I stand on my ten toes. I come from the real. Yeah, like he's he's he's, he's, the, he's a LA. Dude I think I think that that's just how that might just be who he is. But like you, not even it, it might not even. Yeah, I would say maybe his album pushing being pushed back over the years probably has something to do with it. Probably yeah. makes it makes it even worse. More, yeah, makes it come out more. It just seems like that's kind of who he is but as you, as a person. You know, you you know who he reminds me of. To be honest with you, you know who he reminds me of? What's up? You know that skit that uh, Key and Peele do where uh, they got Obama and then they got Obama's angry translator? That's <laughs> exactly what Nipsey Hussle reminds me of. Like, hip-hop's angry translator, if that makes sense. Uh, like, you know, he's saying what Kendrick Lamar really wants to say, but uh-huh. Kendrick Lamar has to be a little more safe with his approach because he has more of a... Uh, a, a, a fan base that is more versatile, that is a lot less, it's a lot more sensitive sure. than his. He's like, yo, what Kendrick is really trying to say is such, 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 and such. <laughs> That's kind of the vibe I get with Victory Lap, where That's it's just him just being raw, saying what these rappers really want to say but can't say. Yeah, yeah. Nah, you're, I, I get that vibe too. I, I would say this guy reminds me of Lou Williams. Like, I'm talking about the basketball player. That's a good. That's I think a good, I personally, good, I personally comparison. feel like Nipsey Hussle is the Lou Williams of of rap. That's a good comparison. The reason I say that is because you know everybody knows Lou. Everybody who knows basketball, who watches basketball, knows how good Lou Williams is. Yeah. Your casual basketball NBA fan, they may not know. They may not even know his name. He can go like, buckets for buckets. But, for but but if you put him up against these other. Top dudes, and you put them on national TV, you're gonna be like, "Oh shit, yeah. who's this guy scoring on James Harden? Like, what the fuck?" That's true. And and he he probably will never be recognized for for any of his music. He probably won't get any major looks, all star, none of that, right? But I just feel like he's 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 really good. Yeah, he has a pocket, he has a lane, and uh, this but, album was fucking fire. But the honestly. real ones respect it. I think the real ones are going to. You know, mess with this album, and and let's talk about the 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 quality features he had on this. Perfect. Feature. Like, can you? I, I didn't know that. I mean, maybe this was like a label thing. Maybe he really has these relationships with these people. Mm-hmm. He had the Dream. Yeah. He had Marshan Brosha, mm-hmm. Kendrick. Like these are quality. These are like YG album features. Yeah. You I know mean, what I'm saying? And 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 more importantly, the features that were on that album fit. 
It's not like he just threw random people on songs and said, hey, look, how, uh, look I can get this person on the song. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. He actually picked people that fit. I and, think so. And on top of that, like, he didn't let not one person outperform him. Nope. Like, he was going toe-to-toe with him. He, he wouldn't allow it. He was not going to allow it. So, yeah. Great album. I, I, I definitely think it's a it's worth a listen. For it's sure, worth, like, a couple listens. Yeah, y'all should go check that out. All right, next album. Tiger, Kyoto. Kyoto. That shit sounds like a damn vehicle man manufactured, doesn't it? it? Everything that's in Japanese sounds like a <laughs> vehicle. Hey, have you seen the album cover for this shit? It is it's very it's a little bizarre. It's a little bizarre, man. I don't I don't it's, even it's know what a, I'm looking at. You're looking at a tiger breed with a woman. With her ass out. With her booty in, in the front air. of a moon. And oh, it looks like in a moon. In front of a moon. Yeah, yeah. A full moon. It, it's it's pretty provide I wouldn't I wouldn't open up the image in your work environment. But <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, actually there is no point to this. Just don't open it up in your work environment. No, just 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 make sure it's like after five PM and on a Friday when everybody up, got when everybody went home. And make sure you don't open it up while you are connected to the network. And if you if you're outside of the network, okay, cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the type of shit you do. Don't have it open up in VPN. Listen, listen. I'm gonna tell you like this. I know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> there's certain things that you browse on your phone, mm-hmm. and there's certain things you browse when you're on your when you're on your laptop at work. Exactly behind the damn company network. Exactly. Right? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know about you. Sometimes, yeah, I, I, of course, when I'm on Twitter, when I'm on these social networks and, and, and these different sites, I refuse to use my my damn laptop. From work, because I never know what the fuck is going to pop up, and, and and I'm always paranoid that these motherfuckers is monitoring which they oh, are, hell yeah. which they are. But you know how they always say, "Don't use it for personal reasons." Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I I don't know, I, man. I don't have any crazy any crazy uh, story to I, tell. But I, don't need I just feel either. like some some crazy shit could happen, man. I, I don't just, know. You know, I I don't. I I am that safe also. So don't listen to Tiger when you're at work also. on I your mean, on your work laptop. Listen to it. Listen to it on Spotify, but like scroll down. Exactly. What do you think of the album though? Um, Tiger, you know, he did something that he's never really done, which is sing for a full body of work. Uh, I personally think his voice is one that can succeed in that type of music. But I just think he doesn't have the R and B intangibles down. Like his voice sounds great, his melodies are pretty decent, but like his lyrics, like he's he's trying to throw out punchlines that are poor, by the way, mm-hmm. using like R. Kelly like <laughs> you know vibes. Like it, it just doesn't work to me. But there's a couple songs on the album where he's not trying as hard. He's not harmonizing as much and those are the songs i think are actually fire i think they're really good like the one with gucci man sip a little um you know the one with 24 hours um you mean, those, you mean helium boy helium man isn't that what you call helium man uh you know those songs he he's a lot more stomachable but like on songs like ja Rule and ashanti oh my god i was listening to it and literally Speaking of work, right? I thought my my laptop was going to get a virus listening to it. It was that bad. Jaru and Ashanti. How you pay homage to one of the greatest duos in the history of music and do that bad? 
But overall, I mean, the album, you know, here and there, there's good stuff. But for the most part, I didn't like his experimenting. Yeah, I mean, you know, Tiger Marley, who I'm, I'm gonna call him now. Tiger Marley. Uh, he's just, Marley? This guy's a, this guy is like full fledged, uh, you know, Caribbean Rastafarian. vibes. Caribbean vibes, dog. This guy, this guy well, is a listen, singer when now. When you get that success, when you get that success from one on one, he he heard it. But he, but he he heard the so the rave is, reviews for for one on one. Yeah, especially for ran me. With especially it. for me, I fucking love that mm-hmm, song. Mm-hmm. But so I mean, I understand everything you're saying, and I and I kind of agree. You know, I think that one on one song was great. He came out with what a year and a half, two years ago almost. Yeah, great. So, but I didn't think he was pushing to have a whole me project me full of this type of shit. I had no idea. Me neither. But I should have expected it because if you if you notice every song he's put out since that one on one I should for the most part has been him kind of singing. Mimic, it's the like kind even the you should move to LA. Yeah, exactly. It's the it's a little like toned down version but like it's he, the controller in him. Yeah he's I mean? but you know hey listen if anybody has the the uh the keys or the uh, the right to do it, eh, you could argue it could be him. He just doesn't do it that well. I mean, but you know, he's actually half Jamaican. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's yeah. half right. I swear to God, he's half Jamaican. He's half Jamaican and half Vietnamese. So is Sean Kingston. It, well, he's full. Well, see, he's full. Which is why when you hear him he's talk in his patois, he sounds like a killer. <laughs> okay. Hey, no, real talk. What hey, killer. Okay. Hey, he, he kills. He kills Big Macs. <laughs> He's a big man. I killer. knew you were going there. He's damn skippy. You just can't go one episode without a fat joke. Hey, but, um... hey why not? Hey, look, but no, seriously though, <laughs> this album though, you know, I don't really think he's that good of a singer, honestly. I actually think his voice is decent. I don't like it, man. His voice is pretty decent. I, you know, some songs is good, but then for the but, but majority of the songs, it's like, ah, but like, you where, see, where, but, where, where are you going with but this? That's, ah. But that's my exact theory. My theory, a lot of people think, oh. You gotta have the perfect voice no. to have a great R and B song. Not That's not the case at all. Like you know why Future, he's actually stomachable when he sings uh-huh. is because he actually lays down like pretty decent lyrics. He has pretty decent structure to what he does on R and B songs. Okay, people are like Tyler, you can't just go in there with no structure, no like decent approach. And make he's just running in there trying to make an R and B song with just random ass lyrics. No, you gotta actually have some type of structure, some type of approach right. that actually fits the tone of the instrumental. And I agree. Vibes which of is the why, record. which is why I believe he's not he's not good. I don't know. Generally, I but I said he generally speaking, just, he's not good. He's he not a good writers. singer, and that, and that's mainly that's that's mainly the reason why. Like when you look at somebody like a Beyonce, okay. you see the writing credits for like a Beyonce. Okay, it's like fifteen writers. Absolutely, on there because you need so many different writers. The structure to, to it. They need to see it. You have to look at it, and there's so many different ways that this song is supposed to hit. You. I got you. I'm with you. You know what I mean? I, listen, I completely understand your point. So mm-hmm. me. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe that. Maybe he has a whole team full of people helping him, and they all just suck. No, I don't know. It's just him. I can tell. I mean, I don't. He was hitting some corny punchlines. It, it could be. It could be. But I mean, I don't know, man. I, I personally feel that on on some of the songs he sounds great. He does, and it has nothing to do with the content of the song, like the words. And not, I'm just saying, like his voice. Some of the songs he sounds great. Like the sip a little. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a more. But you can, it's kind of like a more uh, more hip hop type feel mm-hmm. mixed with a little bit of that. 
Yeah. You know, and it, it, it sounds great. But then he has songs like Temperature. Yeah. It leaves the leaves the but project you, off. I'll give you I'll give you and, and it sounds okay. I'll give you But you're right. Maybe the content of the songs, the structure of the songs is probably what's holding it's, it's back. What's holding it back. It's I'll possible. give you I'll give you a good example. Let's let's equate it to a quarterback, right, in the NFL. You know how like coming into the Super Bowl, people were saying, Nick Foles, Nick Foles is not that good, blah 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 blah. But when you have a coach that symbolizes like it's not a word. Simplifies. I meant to say simplifies. Simplifies and symbolizes. When hey, you, you have a like, person you sound like Quavo on uh, what, what's that song? Uh, what's the song that he, that he's joined with uh, Travis, Travis Scott, Scott and Young Thug? What, 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 what did he say? What did he say? Man? Ah, <laughs> I can't remember. Anyway, but uh, I remember. It. When you have a coach that simplifies the game for you, <laughs> you put that person in the in the. Uh, in the position to succeed. For sure. With Tiger, when he has a beat like Sip a Little, when he has something, a song that pretty much, or temperature, where the vibes and the beat and the vibes already did majority of the work for mm-hmm. you, all you got to do is just, you just got to go lay in down something. You just, just got to, you know, you just gotta when you have to lay, like, you have have to to lay something down, they already gave you the structure, the platform to lay something nice down, yeah, you can succeed. So, but when you have to, Come up with something from scratch to make the song great. Yeah, he's not going to succeed in that. So, and there's too many songs like so that. So your wow. point is, you think that if he had better song song structure, mm-hmm. the the songs overall would be better. Is that what you're saying? Not necessarily. What I'm saying is, there's too many songs on the album where he has to make the song work. He has to make the song like come alive. Is it because the production? Is it because the production yes, is the not production. that good? It's not that the production is not that good. It's like, for instance. Uh, good singers, they don't need much production to succeed, right? Okay. Like if you think about Beyonce sure, sure. with like something like Halo, no, I got you. She don't need much production. Yeah. She's the one that makes the song come alive. Got you. Tiger had too many examples of that where he needs to make the song come alive. His words, his vocals, his melody, his structure, whatever, is the only way this song can succeed. And he's just not that good an artist. I got you. R and B wise and, and to do that. I want to. I wanted to make sure I understood your point because that's kind of how I feel. Mm-hmm. I, I, in addition to me thinking he doesn't sound that good, I feel like yeah, like he he didn't really deliver on majority of those songs. Like a lot of those songs had the right intent. Had the right, a lot of those songs had the right the intent, approach. but he didn't seal the deal. I, I love the a lot approach. of those songs. Like the first fifteen to twenty seconds, I'm like, okay, what's this? I love okay, the, I love the approach. and then it just let me down. I love the approach, you know. You know, and 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 just and just real quick. But but like, hold on, sorry. I'm like you said before, that simple little song with Gucci Man, it's classic, is a fucking that smash. Is going to be in the that simple little is, is fire. I love that. Joke. That is where that his voice. Everything that we're talking about, he didn't do on the album for the most part. He did it right. He killed that beat. He, he killed murdered it. that shit. He killed it. He killed it. Yeah, he killed it. But you know, let me just say this: yeah, as Uch, got, Uch is last, an artist. Last point. This is my last point. Uch is an artist. He's an R and B artist in his downtime. That should tell you that doing what Uch does is not easy, man. You think you can just hop on a? R&B song and think that you know <laughs> oh I can make it come oh that's easy let me just say whatever the hell nah man it actually takes effort it bruh, takes structure bruh, it takes it's skill about, it's about it skill it takes an understanding of music you have to understand music to succeed in a genre like that absolutely but I appreciate his effort though yeah man hey listen 
I like Tiger, man. I'm not condemning him as an artist. I, I might even play the album again. I might I might feel differently, but hey, on first first listen, I was like, eh, come on, dog. Like, not quite. He didn't seal the deal. Not quite it. All right, man. Next album, Kendrick Lamar, and this is and really like a compilation, artists. right? It is a compilation. Kendrick Black Lamar Panther soundtrack. Black Panther. I, I'll start this off here. Cool. So, first and foremost, I'm going to see this movie on Sunday. Whoa. That's a fact. I know the tickets are sold out. The tickets were bought like early this week. I'm going. It's going to be a fashion show. I'm excited. Uh, I've seen the trailer about a million times. You better wear your tuxedo. No, I'm going to wear my daishiki. Like <laughs> no, but seriously though. will be wearing that. I might wear that shit, honestly. I really might wear my <laughs> traditional clothing. I'm not even going to lie. If it, is it warm on Sunday? Uh, hell no. It's All right, fuck. 19 degrees. Well, I'll throw a blazer over here. Fuck it. <laughs> No, but seriously though, I thought th- I thought that this uh, without seeing the movie, right? Because it's a soundtrack, we got to keep that in mind. Yeah. Without yeah. seeing the movie at all, I think this soundtrack on its own mm-hmm. is very good it's for various reasons, right? Number one, Kendrick Lamar, man. Like, I mean, I remember the days when like we used to, me and like a bunch of people used to really, you know contemplate and have arguments over man who's a better artist him or j cole like this is back in like 2000 and i I think i think nine 2009 maybe 2010 like i remember vividly having conversations with people in a barbershop and i was defending j cole Mm -hmm. to the death like dog you don't know what the fuck you're talking about j cole is the truth which he is and the people were saying no but kendrick is just different dog He's just different. Mm-hmm. He's a different kind of guy. Okay. And, and you know, as much as I, like, you know, re- was rebellious against that, it, 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 it's the truth. Because every project that he comes out with... Different or better? See? It, every project he comes out with is... It's almost like a different version of himself. Now... That's I, a good point. Now, obviously, he's, he's... You know, this is not his, like, solo project. It's a compilation. But he's basically on every song. Even songs that doesn't have his name as an artist under, I he that. has a verse or not a verse, but he has like he a starts you know, it off, starts it off, kind of gives people it. that pep. That's what I'm saying. He, he sets the tone for the whole album, and uh, I think it delivered, man. Like the only problem I have with this is is probably the fact that you know they probably could have had like some more cultured artists on this like it was that would be lovely it it was very american it was very american yeah yeah yeah, i agree with that that's a good good point like if you really think about it like why the fuck this shit is called black black panther if you know anything about black panther the the comic book Mm -hmm. they exist in a in a in a fictional a fictional country in In africa Africa. called wakanda yeah yeah how the fuck do you not have any african people on this whole soundtrack i don't understand what but were they thinking? If, if, if I'm trying to, you know, make sense of it, it's the fact that this shit is catered for Americans. That's true. So Maybe there's two soundtracks. Maybe there's yeah. one for Abuja and one for here. You know what's funny? I heard, uh, I saw on Sound, uh, sorry, uh, Spotify that the guy who contributed to the Redbone beat, you know, the, the beat. Yeah. His oh, he, is, he produced the whole soundtrack. His name is uh, Zohan Ludwig. No, Ludwig. Ludwig, Ludwig something. Von whatever. Yeah. He actually contributed to the Redbone beat with Charles Gambino. Yeah, he worked a lot He of actually that. worked that whole Charles Gambino album. With, yeah. It was him and Charles Gambino. So was it just hit the production of the beats? It's just the production. Oh, okay. And, I, I and writing and stuff like that. I thought maybe that had other artists. But anyway, overall, the album was very good. I, it was very unexpected to hear artists like Mozzie put up like great performances. You know, it, it was just good. I have nothing else to say but other than this is a fucking great, 
not even good. This was a great soundtrack. This is probably, and I don't listen to soundtracks ever. This is the only soundtrack that in a while that I've really been like, oh man, let me listen to every song. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, okay. Now let me let me go watch the movie and see how they incorporate the music into the movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for that. We'll see how that shit works out. What do you think? That's a good point. Um, you know, at this point, nobody wants to say it, but everything Kendrick Lamar touches is gold. Literally everything. Like he doesn't put up. He doesn't put his name on anything that will not be considered at the least good to anybody. So, like, on Black Panther is just another case of that where he has Mm -hmm. his DNA. (laughs) Yeah, he created DNA song. He has his DNA on literally every single song, whether it's the song with Georgia Smith or whether it's the song with uh, Mozzie, like you said. His DNA is on every song, and subsequently, that creates this expectation that every single artist tries to meet. When you see Kendrick Lamar is becoming that figure, yeah. Kendrick Lamar is becoming Absolutely. the LeBron James of like the music industry, where if his name is associated to something, you better come with you your. Better A-game. rise to the occasion, though. Can't come weak. You could, if, you, if you don't the, rise to the occasion, he, that's might, the case. he might not sign off so, on the song. <laughs> exactly. He might not sign off. So with Black Panther, I think what you got was the best version of every single artist yeah. associated For sure. on that album, on I, that soundtrack. Man, you know, hey, man, listen. that There's a couple songs in there that was very good. Yeah, I actually like, love that joint. Very good, Kendrick Lamar and Travis Scott. I think that joint is Big hot. Shot. That's like the that's like the commercial song. It's I was the say. commercial song, but it's Big hot. Shot he killed it. Beat up by the inside. Hey, I, I was telling you. Remember, I so I wrote yeah. I wrote my first post on your site. Yeah, and uh, they took from that. Yeah, so I read it. Part of part of my I guess wording was that if you notice if you, if you listen to New Freezer with him and Rich the Kid, yeah. actually that's actually part of his verse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like yeah. big shot, being about the inside, off by that, but they look like inside. Mm-hmm. Move it today, get a view every day. So mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. that's for people who listen to music, like I do, or, and or don't. Them together, and, and he took a fucking verse and then made it into a hook of another song on Black. Yo, that's kind of tight, man. Oh, Drake was Drake been doing that. Oh, I'm not saying he created that shit. I'm just saying I like when people do that. But I don't. I think Drake did it like uh, unintentionally. Like, what's on? And this is hot. What's on? Uh, which one's like, remember Juice? <laughs> what's on? Remember that song? It was like one of them un- underrated underdog songs. You mean like right hands? Like right hand? Yeah, yeah, yeah like stuff right like hand, that. You, you know what I mean? To... Or like forever. But anyway. Well, forever was in a movie, y'all. Yeah, but remember there's a version with Mac Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Bitch, I'm Mac Man. That's bad. I think it's Mac Man, Gutter Gutter, and, uh, and, and and Lil Twizzy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dog, how did it go from Mac Man and Lil Twizzy to Eminem, Kanye West, and Jay Z? Mac Man always had the most corniest punchlines ever. Mac Man, hey, you I, know Mac Man's a, he he's a born uh, freestyle killer. That's what I hear. He was. He started off on an MTV freestyle show. Really? That was the first time I ever seen Mac Man. Get out of here. God. Promise. Like, all I know is on Dedication Six. He's actually a real rapper. On Ded, oh, I know. No, I know. I know that. On Dedication Six, I remember. You know how Lil Wayne does the skits. Yeah. Not to go all choppy, but real quick, Lil Wayne was like, "Man, I met Mac Man in the hood back in back in uh, New Orleans, and 
he used to be the best freestyler in the hood. Exactly. That's exactly. what he, that's really what he said. Exactly. He was he like, was man, Mac Man was the one who he was, was rapping. Real one. He was a real he was a freestyler. Yeah, so anyway. I think the final was him versus uh Jen. Yeah, all right. Uh hey, next album, man. Let's 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 do speed round here. Let's do speed, speed round, man. I ain't really trying to two chains. Two chains hey, are like four. Two songs chains on that album. the play doesn't care who makes damn. it. Damn. That was a damn good album. The play that I don't even know what the hell the gr- is grammatically wrong with. The, the play, play doesn't that, care who the makes it. The play doesn't care who makes it. I understand what he's saying. I don't. He's is he talking about like coaching, like yeah, like it's it's something like a coach would say. The play doesn't care who makes it. Oh, okay. Like so you like, know, the play if you is make the winning play. Then you know, like it doesn't we don't matter. We don't care who makes the play. It doesn't we matter make if Smush Parker makes yeah, the exactly. shot. Okay, gotcha. Exactly. Well, yeah, it's, it's actually pretty tight. He has a song with Offset on there. Uh, he has a song that Offset dedicates and, is to Is it YG? Atlanta. YG's on there too, I right? think YG's on there. YG 400. That song is cool. I like that is song. Is it 400 or 300? YG 400. It's something that you can divide by two. <laughs> well, you can divide everything by two. What the fuck are you talking about? You mean, you mean and get another whole number? Sorry, even number? Is that what you mean? That's, exactly. <laughs> That's not what you fuck you mean. <laughs> get out of here. You horrible ass man. Hey, how did you get a degree, <laughs> man? Of course, Jesus Christ. You know, I got a degree. I avoided math classes. You can avoid math classes. No wonder you can't divide by two. I said I'll, I'll I'll switch math classes with cooking, but uh, and you still can't cook. <laughs> so 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 you switch for something hey, man, that you still can't. Got, hey, cooking is a language. <laughs> But uh, now nah, what's up? You like the album? I like Sorry, the you album. like this EP? Uh, it's a very good EP. You like I mean, it? He follows in the quality of music that he did in his previous one, yeah. Uh, what was it? Pretty uh, Girls in the Trap, yep, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's a great four songs. You really think it's that good? I think it's very good. I think it's very good, man. You know, I, I actually think Two Chains has gotten better lyrically these last couple of years, like, he's like noticeably gotten better. And he just continues to elevate his game. But what I think Two Chains is getting even better at is being able to com- to make a complete song. When you are able to make a complete song as an artist, that's when you reach the pinnacle of your career. Interesting. And I think Two Chains has now been able to make a complete song. Yeah, I uh, I don't get me wrong. I, I agree with most of what you're saying. I think I think it was great. It was what four songs. Four. Four or five. Or four, four or five songs. I think I liked all but one. Honestly, the only song I didn't like was the last song on the on the project. The one we dedicated to Atlanta. I fucking hated that shit. Wow. And, uh, and it's not the message of the the song that I hated because like it's great. Like, it. I like the message. You, you didn't know? like the vibes of it. Like I don't like I don't like hearing like vocally. Mm-hmm. I don't like hearing his voice over mm-hmm. soul beats like that. I hate that really? shit. He did it on his last album, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music, with the song with Monica. Oh, yeah, the last yeah, moment. Yeah. You I don't hate, like that? I didn't like it. Oh man, I don't. I don't think I his like voice. Those I don't songs. think his voice. I, I like, like Two Chains on those. I like the songs. I don't think his when voice you, works. When you let Two Chains, when you let Two Chains be a real one, man, he he's one of the realists. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll agree to disagree on that. But Hell, overall, Hell overall is good. Killer, Hell oh. we killer. All right, next cause. cause. Let me start on that. In effect, you know, cause. Dreamville's cause, J. Cole promoted cause, um, LA rapper, gritty guy, cause. Um, you know, I don't want to say it, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Affected gives me that Illmatic feel. Now, of course, it's not as good as Illmatic. Nothing is as good as Illmatic. 
Jesus himself can make an album right now and nobody would think it was better than Illmatic. Right? But the consistency in sound, the street vibes that you get on it from song number one to song number, I believe, is 16, mm-hmm. is just very reminiscent of Illmatic to me. Just a dude that's just chilling on the street corner, just rapping, talking about whatever he feels, going in and out of storytelling and just rapping. That's the kind of vibe I get with this affected album. And, you know, something I wanted to say, something I said on my review of it was that it's rare that you see an album that features Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole and, like, their features are forgettable. You don't even remember them because Cause's impact on this album, his animation, his energy, his confidence, it just makes you forget about everything else that's around it. Yeah. And that's what I think is the reason why Cause's, this affected album is an album that you need to listen to. Hmm. No, that, hey, that's well said. Uh, I mean, I guess adding on to that, I feel like, and by the way, I really love this whatever it's called, this project, right? Affected. Yeah. Affected. I really loved it. Um, mostly because, number one, causes, you know, the, the one thing I look in art, the one thing I look for in artists, at least that I really like, mm-hmm. is the subject matter, right? The if subject matter If you're not a turn-up dude, right, I, I, I have to grade you on a different scale, you know? Like, you just, you bring something different to the table. I can't rate everybody the same way. Because yep, yep, that would be dumb. Yep, yep, so yep, yep, yep. when it comes to people like him who are very lyrical, right? He comes from that Dreamville camp. Mm-hmm. You know, he he brings this like cinematic feel. Like everything he does, he, he everything does. he says is just so cinematic. Like it almost it reminds me of uh, you know he's he's almost like a West Coast like Dave East. Yes, almost. that's a you know what I'm very saying. Very good comparison. Like, like it's, it's just that's every every word he says, I'm listening. You're listening. My, I'm and listening close, and I'm like, he, I'm like, whoa. He tells stories like they. I feel like I, I feel like I know this dude, or like, he, whoa. His storytelling. I feel like is, I saw exactly what the fuck he just said. It's very similar to Davies. He's yeah. very similar to Davies. So, so that's kind of the feel I get from him, and I love artists who make me feel that way. So he's very similar. He to gets Davies. a he gets a um, five star. Uh, rating in my book. Shit. I think he actually is the best album that we talked about today, but we'll see. Uh, I would say knock it off, but okay, that's cool. We'll, we'll, we'll finish and then we'll we'll talk about that. All right. Uh, next. Hey, we're still in the speed speed round, man. Yeah, forget forget this next one. No, no, no. We're gonna go quick. Why? Gunner. What are hey. we talking about Gunner for? Gunner, man. Hey, all right. We gotta talk about Gunner and, and and drip season three. All right, we're done. You about to say slime season? That was. <laughs> all right, all right. That's that's all I got. Y'all check out drip season next. All right, uh, Kodak Black, Heartbreak, Kodak, Lil Kodak, baby. Lil Kodak, baby. Hey, hey, let me tell you something about this album. Because I just heard it a couple mm-hmm. minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Not the whole album, but like maybe half of it. It's bad. <laughs> Which is expected. It's bad, actually. <laughs> and it's not bad because... Did you see the album artwork? It's bad. The al- artwork <laughs> is horrible. It should tell you that this album was not going to be probably the Dude, best. Dude, the album is bad, be- not because Kodak Black is bad. I fuck with Kodak Black. I love He him. makes great music, right? Kodak Black is I don't know He's what, in jail, so he has no But he clearly he didn't make this in jail. He made this before he went to he jail. He made it, but they probably put it together at the end. Like one of his homies, hey yo, hey yo, hey bro, man. But but hey. what is this? I don't understand this effort of him doing R and B or just this. He like, did R and B on it? The whole fucking uh, album. I, I, that just shows you I didn't. It's called to. Heartbreak Kodak. This nigga is singing on all the songs except like for the song with face. Lil Wayne, Cody yeah. and Dreaming. 
It was made on Valentine's Day. I don't understand this shit. I really don't. I'll, I will say this. Kodak Black, he has a talent. Let me tell you what his talent is. He is able to incorporate like real ass raps into songs that are literally jokes. Like he can make he can make a song that literally sounds like a joke, but like incorporate like potential of a rap star in that song. And I think you get that with heartbreak. Don't listen to Heartbreak Kodak. Did you just not say you didn't hear the fucking album? I'm about to, I, and I, how, how, are you, how are you explaining something I've that you heard didn't snippets. To? Please explain that to me. Listen, okay, I already know it's going to be bad. I've heard a whole bunch of bad Kodak Black songs. Okay. Don't listen to Kodak Black songs just like directly. Don't listen to it as like as a whole. Is this song good? If you listen to it like that, you're not going to like it. Try to find little glimpses of potential in the songs that Kodak Black drops or the verses that he drops. Okay. You know what I mean? Just try to find little potentials but, of him being good. But that's what I do. Exactly. That's, I do that. And that's why you're not probably as disgruntled as the next person. Because you actually like look into like... <laughs> like for instance, Kodak Black's verse, if you really think about it, uh-huh. on pills and automobiles... Yeah. It's really not that great. <laughs> no, but no, there's no, certain things he says. No, like when he says, good. I can treat you rightly. Then he says <laughs> that. I'm like, okay, he killed that. He killed it. But for majority of the part, no, I can, stop it. He, and then he says, I can teach you lingo. He said, I can change your whole ego. <laughs> that shit is tight, Don't be speaking like me. <laughs> but, no, it's tight. It's tight. But like, don't. Always take Kodak Black songs with a grain of salt. No, absolutely. Just put it that way. Just really a grain of salt. Don't hey, expect like the whole thing to be great. Don't get it twisted. The only song I have never taken with a grain of salt by Kodak Black. And you hate it. No, no, no. And I love. And you love, yeah. Is Too Many Tears with P&B Rock. Oh, yeah. I knew you were going to say That's that. the only That's song, song that I've never taken with so a grain of salt. So you mean to tell me you never took... No, no, no. no. His Kodak Wait, Black's by him. best song is easily Roll in Peace. Roll in peace. You don't have. There's that's nothing his, you. No, that's there's his, nothing you. Can, that's his biggest song. That's his best. No, that's his biggest that's song. His best. That's the song hey, that was the. Hey, Stat Boy. What is Kodak Black's best song? Yeah, that's a good question. I say Roll in Peace. Who's Kodak Black? Okay. Oh my God, right. you're fired. We're going on commercial break. And we're back. All right, next album, Young Dolph. Niggas get shot every day. We're gonna talk about this very, very quickly too. Well, I you feel know, the funny thing about that album. What's sorry, the, the name of it. Yeah, they get shot every day, but he gets shot more often than these other dudes, you know? <laughs> hey, this guy, Young yeah, they Dolph, get shot every day. Young but. Dolph gets shot every time he's about to drop an album. Young Dolph gets shot every, he gets shot more times than Daylight Savings comes around. Young, but, young Dolph gets shot every fortnight. <laughs> it's like, nah. No, but seriously, he gets shot way too fucking much. He Seriously. What the hell is that about? It's... it's it's like I a, told you. I told you earlier. By the way, I told it's you. Like he, his his guy, shooting is like is like freaking timeshares for him. It's just like once a year. You know, you just take advantage of it. Yeah, I told you. I told you earlier that this guy gets shot so much. You start you and dropping music that now I think it's a publicity stunt. I don't even believe it anymore. Listen, like why am I not believing somebody getting shot? 
That's that's just almost like reverse because it's on Fox Five <laughs> News police report. Like that's reverse <laughs> thinking almost. Fox Five had a story. A young rapper named Young Dolph was shot in uh, Las Vegas. Young, so young, young Dolph, young Dolph was shot at a hundred times, and he survived. Real like, name? Got Terminator. Real name? Troncurious uh, Joe. Wait, is that his name? <laughs> hey, that'd be hilarious if that was his actual name. Of course it's not. Truncarious Joe <laughs> Dolph. Hey, hey, I'm done. I don't feel like I've never shit. seen a dude get shot and then like five minutes later tweet. Nah, I'm good. He's like, yeah, I'm good, y'all. Hey, album on the way. Album album dropping at midnight. It's like, like no, nigga, you just, you're nigga, on life nigga, you just got shot at a 10 p.m. How are you tweeting on life support? Uh, Stat Boy wants to talk. Real name? Adolf. Adolf. Even Adolf. worse. Adolf Thornton. Whoa, <laughs> hey. Hey, hey. No, Young See? Dolph. This is where the Dolph comes oh, from. Adolf, but Adolf, wow. It's Dolph. <laughs> young Nazi. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, why is he always yelling? I told you that. You said that. In I said, no, it's not that he's yelling. He yells out of nowhere. Like He'll be like, he's like I, I was going to the place. I know I'm on the roof. Yeah. He's like, like, yo, I, why? I just bought a Balenciaga. Hey, I'm about to take it rough. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you, the strip club go crazy when he starts yelling. Dog. Young Dolph, hey, he's hot. He's a strip club. Young Dolph is hot. But let me ask you something. Music is fire. Let's get into it. Let's be real, real quick. Let me be real. I've been, I've, I've been trying to get You've this been off my this chest. Time? I've been trying. Yeah, hell yeah, I've been fake this whole time. Let me get this off my chest. I've been trying to get this off my chest for the longest. What is the difference between Young Dolph, Moneybag Yo, Block Boy JB? I've never even heard of this guy until Jerry yeah. Cop on a hey, song. Hey, add Black Youngster. Block here. Boy, Black Youngster. Uh, there's another guy, uh, uh, Young Scooter. They're, they're all about no, the No, Young Scooter is from Atlanta. I don't care. Young Scooter, Black Boy, all these from Memphis. Are they all Atlanta, Memphis? dude? Oh, okay, dude. Sorry. Uh, young Scooter, I put them all in the same category. Scotty ATL is another one. What's the difference between all these guys? Rich Homie Kwan is... They're, they're all like Rich Homie Kwan's bellboy. Like, they're all like a little bit below them. You know what I mean? But at the same time, Young Dolph, what is it? Literally, Young Dolph sounds exactly like Money Bad Yo. There is no difference. Only Young Dolph is madder. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it is. It's, I don't know. They, sorry. They, 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 they do sound so like. It's, a kind, of, it's kind of a rhetorical question because I don't have the answer. I will pay less shit. money for my. Hey, they say, yo, you want a feature, Young Dolph, or Money Bad Yo? I'll pay less money for Money Bad Yo, let's money be the same thing. Let's money, nigga. I'll pay I'll pay money to the person who won't get shot at. I'm gonna give my money to somebody who I know is gonna be alive, at least I think, uh hey, more so than the other to deliver the verse. Alright. Has, she has shown he's resilient. The ill and the not so advice. Alright, so black. You mean six slack. I'm sorry, hold on, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm fucking up. Tory Lanes. Dropped a, uh, a I mean, song. Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez dropped a song called "Bid Bust It Down." This is a cool song, actually, because um, love this song. You know, he he he's Tory Lanez is getting in his bag. You know, he's getting in his non-singing bag. This is the the, the straight. Show me your ass, girl. Yes. I'm in the club. Very all right, true. bust it down. All right, I'm gonna bust it down when I come to the hotel room. Right? Yeah, he leaves the computer at home. He leaves the Windows 11 at home, and he just gets straight to it. He talking about buying girls drinks we talking about rapping over club beats we talking about everything that makes toy lanes one of the hot new 
artist in the game. But what I like most about this song is that his melody is on point. Yeah. Wow, his melody, he kills that song. It's fire, it's fire. His melody's point on that song. Y'all should check this song out. It's absolutely, I think, going to be in rotation. And it's the first um, single off of, it's the first single off his new album. Really? Memories Don't Die, yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I didn't know it's that. Official. It's going to be on the album. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, hey, man, he's a quality artist, so it's hard to figure out, like, what songs he's going to put on exactly. his shit. He brings out everything. Every song, every shit he puts out is great, right? Yeah. All right, next song. London on the track. Had a song called Cocky featuring ASAP Rocky, Gucci Man, and 21 Savage. 21, 21, 21. So, you know, this, speaking of soundtracks, maybe we just had that in the last segment. Uh, this is actually on the soundtrack to uh, Uncle Drew, the movie. Um, surprisingly... It, Wait, there's a movie for Uncle Drew? There's a movie for Uncle Drew. Wow. It's coming out this year, that. actually. It has uh, Lil Ray and Tiffany Haddish. But anyway, um, this song is the first single off of it. It's not watered down though. Like you get a flossy ass ASAP Rocky. You get you know typical Gucci Mane that's talking about how much stuff he can buy for his girl, and then a Twenty One Savage that uh, you know wants to brandish his gun at every opportunity he gets. Um, but they incorporate little bit of elements of basketball into their verses. So it's a solid song. It's a song that you will not even tell is a part of a soundtrack. That's interesting because uh, I saw the artwork for the single and it was a, a basketball hoop. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out what the fuck, because this is without listening to the song. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck does a basketball, basketball hoop, hoop have to do with this? Yeah. It's, it's like, well, why is this in the artwork? So that makes more sense. Uncle Drew soundtrack, first single. It makes more sense. All right. Yeah, I thought the song was cool, though. Um, you know, we'll see how uh, the soundtrack for that album is. I'm sorry, for that movie is. Um, Black. Six Slack. Slack. Six Slack. Being about the inside? No, he has a song called Cutting Ties. I fuck with this song mostly because everything black comes out with these days is just pure fire. Um, in addition to that, it just, it, it just, you know, it almost seems like black is in a place in his life with the content of his music where he's just trying to, like, navigate through this, like, new publicity that he's gotten. You know, it, like every song that he comes out with these days, at least on his own, not the not the features, none of that, right? On his own shit, he's putting it out. He's he has the same subject matter, which is basically yo heartbreak. I'm I'm me. I'm trying to like cut off all these loose ends, and I respect that. You know, that's needed in this world. You sometimes you got to cut off, you know, the dead weight. I don't listen, know who I don't know who's dead weight around this guy, but shit. Listen, you, you skate, might have to do that. You skating around like. Christy Yamaguchi. Like, so? Six Flack is depressed. Every single song he raps <laughs> over or no, sings over so. is depressing. I don't think so. He picks instrumentals that are, are freaking in bad moods. Like, everything he does, like, caters around so, this depressed So let me sound. ask you. So let me ask you. So he's depressed. Mm-hmm. When when did you start feeling this way? That he's... That he's From that day he's, one. Okay, all right. I just want, I, so I wanted to ask you. He's depressed. I wanted to ask you. He's depressed on that future song. That's what I wanted to ask you because on, on that my ex is called project it. that we know him for, yeah. which is called Free Black, it's the same type of shit. Talking about ex is calling. Pick up the damn phone. What, what's she going to say that's so bad that's going to mess up your day? Ex is calling. He ain't trying to hear it. He ain't trying to bitch. Hey, man, it's an ex. Like, you, you can't just be like, call me later. What if she asks for money? Well, yeah, right. He's black. 
Then, then say, get the hell out of my face. Like, do something. Don't make a record sounding like you're about to jump out the building because your ex is calling. So, something my ex is calling. Okay, pick up. So, you pick you up every time like your ex the IRS calls? Or, or, or... What the fuck? Or... What's wrong with, what's wrong or, with ignoring or a fucking call with, from your ex? What's or hit that? him with the Apple, I'll call you back later type of thing. What if you got a Samsung? Samsung, I don't know what stupid Samsung does. Hey, hey but, watch your fucking mouth, <laughs> right? Watch your mouth. Hit him with the fast charger. Do something. Anyway, but, man. Hey, no, I think this song is tight. I don't know if you heard it or not, but it's tight. It's tight. It's, it's, it's typical black. It's, it's a good black. song. It's, it's typical depressed. black. It's the same same black that we know. Six Flack is, is, needs some, some uh, depression medication. He's, he's, everything he's dropping is depressing. I don't it sounds so. depressing. I think it's great. This is, what, this is what we want out of him. It's the... What, you know, it's no different than like some of these arms. He didn't even show his face. Like he just he always going like this. Well, he never does. <laughs> it's, it's, it's no different than like you know back in the day, all of these heartbreak people like like He's Keisha. Like, for example, yeah, Ke- Harvard, right. like Keisha Cole, but right? Keisha Cole vocally like shows all. No, no, no. Well, I'm talking ways. about the content. The content of her music was always fucking sad. Nigga, somebody broke her heart <laughs> on every track. Six. Like, now, how do you get your heart broken on twelve songs in a row? Like, <laughs> Like six flag, that's where six flag stayed looking like somebody got his order wrong. Like at McDonald's, yeah, oh my god, like oh. Nah, you don't. You don't. How get you mad get my McDonald's. order wrong? You don't get mad at me. How you get my order wrong? All right, hey, next song, man. Y'all should check that out. Wale All Star Breakup. Love this joint. Hey, why is Wale always talking about breakup? Because he's, why is that? He's whack. I mean, sorry. Okay, that's Whoa. not that's that's messed up. Whoa. That's not right. That's hey, not Wale, right. come get this. That's not right. That's not right. Hey, that's hey, not right. Hey, yeah. Yo, this Wale, and we go. We're gonna bring up Wale for you know, This one, Wale for long. I think <laughs> this song's it's tight. It's ironic that a dude talking about breakup all the time, but he writes poetry. Like every person that writes poetry should have somebody in their life, but Wale seems Wait, to struggle what with that. What are you that. talking about? Why, why he writes. That, why does that make poetry? Sense? Why does that make sense? Hmm? He writing poetry. Could you imagine the stuff that you say to the girls that you meet at clubs and bars? Yeah. It's poetic. Hey, girl. With the club that you're looking at. That's Wale. That's my Wale impersonation. DMX. Girl, with the club that you always gonna go. Wale. Wale, though. For long. Hey, but did you ever think that maybe the the the, the source of his content yeah. for writing these poems comes from heartbreak? What if what if what if you just went through well, a situation? You, poetry, you have to Think be about at least it. slick with your words. Think about it. What if you just went through a situation, right? And that gave you the strength and the content to write a sick ass poem. Yeah. Now you don't got a girl, but you got a fucking microphone. Okay. I feel like I feel like Wale is always going through some shit. Like he's always yeah, he always has a fucking Wale, a situation that doesn't Wale work is the out. The most unluckiest person in the world. You know he just got dropped by uh, Atlantic. He said he got. I thought he said he left. <laughs> no, he got. He, you know, he's. This is the second time he's been dropped, man. Really? He got dropped. Wale on the first is record not label. living up to his potential. Remember the first record label where he had the song with Lady Gaga. Records. Yeah, I remember that record label. <laughs> what is this? The nineties. <laughs> hey, the nineties had like record labels that started with alphabets. There was a records. There was L records. L records. But, uh, G records. <laughs> Yeah, this but 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 come on, we're not even talking about the song. The All Star Breakup is a really good song. What do you like about it? You know what I like? You know, Wale somehow, some way, he incorporated three things that I hate that he does on this song, and he made it work for somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, he sings on it. I hate when that man sings. Harmonizes. <laughs> well, he actually 
It was okay. It fit the song, the tone. I actually hated it. Number two. When he sung with it. He, I think I'm not going to lie. Think about it. He, and I fuck with it when he sings. He's, I, I, I did like when he sings, but I liked it when he sings on here. song on here. Uh, number two, he did poetry on it like a little bit in the beginning. I thought it was pretty decent. It was fitting. It wasn't too long. Mm-hmm. And then number three was, you know, obviously he was talking about heartbreak and blah, 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 blah. Like, come on, Wale. Right. But what I liked what he did was he simplified the hell out of this song. He simplified. Like, the chorus is very simple. Break up. All-star break up. Hey, excuse yourself, man. All-star break up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> all's up. We on all's up. We break up. Like, he simplified it. It's very simple chorus. Sometimes a simple Wale is a good Wale. You yeah. know what I mean? But, I mean, hey, overall good song. I don't have too much else to say other than that, what you just said. But, Wale uh, Flaw. It's a cool song, though. It's a cool I'm song. I'm all going to Hey, Sorry. <laughs> hey. I just, I just like the uh, fact that <laughs> I just like the fact that we even hearing fucking music from this guy. Wale, let me tell you something. I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be disrespectful. But Wale does not represent what I see in DC. He does not. <laughs> Who does Fat Trail? <laughs> Fat, maybe Fat Trail. Fat Trail. I mean, okay. I don't even know what Fat Trail does. Is but. It, man, let's let's just move on. Let's just move on. <laughs> Taraji, she she she's DC. Taraji P. Yeah, Taraji P is Mc, McPherson DC like but anyway go ahead. Block right, Boy J. Hey man, hey Block Boy, you know, Jabari well, Parker. Block Boy JB got a song with Drake called uh, Look Alive. I don't think anybody even cares about Block Boy JB even though I've actually is, never even, heard of him. Even though this is his song? Never heard of him. This 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 uh I would say this this move by Drake is a very familiar move because he did the same thing the fucking I love McConan. That's true. The first song we heard from a nigga, he, he he got on the song, he jacked it, took it over, and everybody was like, oh, you heard that new, you know, heard that new verse by Drake? Oh, shit. This is the first time anybody had ever heard of I Love McConaughey. He's doing the same thing to this guy. He's actually, but Black Boy JB is actually signed to OVO. That's my point. Same thing. Did like, you sign him after? He signed, I don't know the timeline. I don't know. But he signed I Love McConaughey too. True. The difference is I love McConaughey. It's gay. Hey, you ain't about to punk Black Boy JB. What's that got to do with anything? You ain't about to take Black Boy JB's royalties. We didn't know uh, I love McConaughey was gay until about a year ago. <laughs> come on, like officially. Come on, officially. <laughs> <laughs> Did you look, take one look at the man? Absolutely. This nigga, he was fucking combing dolls' hairs and shit. This motherfucker had a goddamn a goddamn hair salon in his damn video. Like, what the fuck? What kind of shit is that? Like, I think it was quite obvious what this guy was about. No, but seriously though, Drake killed this verse. He absolutely murdered, he this. murdered his this shit. It's his song. Yeah, he took it over. Uh, y'all should check this out. Next song, King Combs, a.k.a. Diddy's son, a.k.a. Young Puff Daddy, the chosen one's son. Yeah. Young Mizzace. Mizzace. Whatever you want to call this guy, man. Got a song called Love You Better featuring Chris Brown. I thought it was a tight song. You know, I personally don't like it. You can't know what? Huh? I personally You can't like go wrong it. with the sample, man. Like, come like on, it. dog. I don't like it. First off, King Combs, which I refuse to even call him King Combs sometimes cuz I'm like that just sounds crazy. But anyway, he's a good rapper. I wouldn't even say He that has that. swag, man. He I has swag when he he's has, rapping, I wouldn't man. I would say he's a good rapper. He has swag. Listen, swag is number 1 pro, you know, it's in the forefront these days. That's what you that's all you really need. I wouldn't he say He has it. 
he's going to be successful. The Diddy train, the Diddy machine is behind them. They got the Ciroc money. I guarantee you this guy is going to be a fucking superstar. You sound you sound like Puff Daddy. King Combs. You mean, you better. mean King Combs? No. Mr. King. So if he's King Combs, who the hell is Puff Daddy? Who? Messiah that Combs. <laughs> Messiah, <laughs> Messiah Combs. Uh, I didn't like the song. I mean, personally, first, first off, Chris Brown... I, Chris Brown doesn't need to spill his heart on every single song, yes, man. Does. Like, Chris Brown sounds like every single song he sounds like somebody that's ready to die for his woman. He sounds like some Shakespeare stuff on every single song. He you think so? Out. Yeah. Even on whatever you need. Whatever you want. But anyway, uh, on this song, you know, I, I, just, I wasn't feeling King Combs lyrics. Okay. I wasn't. Feeling the beat, it was just missing something. It just kind of sounded a little rushed, but you know. All right, to each his own. Well, my I mean, each doesn't care for it. It's all good. Hey, next next song, um, there's a song called "Ahora Dice," which is by a bunch of uh, Latin artists. You mean a whore with dice? <laughs> J Balvin, Azuno, Cardi B, Offset. I don't even know all these motherfuckers. All I know is this song is fire. Uh, if you if you listen to it, typical you know reggaeton type beat, um, which actually no I shouldn't say reggaeton because they kind of stopped doing reggaeton like in 2011, damn near. It's more of just like a, a Latin Afro beat. Just it's, reggaeton, come on, man. No, I won't say that. <laughs> I won't say it. But sit, no, seriously though, this song is actually fucking tight. Cardi B of course kills it because she's been killing everything for the last. Two years again, man. The machine is behind these people. You gotta understand, man. Like sometimes, like the marketing won't allow them to lose. But anyway, Offset surprisingly is on this fucking beat. But this is a good song, man. Y'all should check it out. <coughs> you you got any thoughts? Uh, no, not thoughts, man. Uh, do you All have the, any thoughts? I think Jay Jay Balvin isn't that the dude from um, Despacito? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who's on that song. Uh, other say, than Justin Bieber. Wasn't he the one saying Cito? While Justin Bieber said Despa? Anyway, sorry. Uh, next song. Just my observation. Next song. Uh, Tank. When? 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 What do you think about when, this song? Because personally, I feel like the original when, is a when, fucking... When We is a, the original of that song. is hey, a classic. Hey, sickos. The original is a classic. I don't even understand how they can remix this. They, and it can be good. They, they remixed it. Them three are sickos. It's like an old man and then two young people. All they needed was R. Kelly. Inherited the this shit should have featured R. Kelly as well. R. Kelly goes too sick on it. It should have been Tank featuring I, I heard, R. Kelly, Trey Songs, and Ty Dolla Sign. The moment I heard I'll smash you on the fifth step, I said, okay, yo, yo, damn. You gotta leave them steps alone. Like, you know, we can't be having no damn love juices on the steps. You know, the, 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 uh, the, uh, steps. Smash on the have you ever have you ever smashed on the steps? I don't, I don't think that's possible. What steps are you talking about? Talking about steps. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Of a, of a, like a, a building? Yes, of a building. Steps like uh, 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 what the you, stairs. Stairs. That's right. That's what I meant to say. Stairs. Yeah. Have I had sex? Have you ever smashed before? on the stairs? That's 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 a new one. I don't think I have. I think one. on the course they talk about smashing on the stairs, but I anyway, feel like I've ever accomplished that. It's it's one that just to let you guys know if you haven't heard it, I think one of them say it 
Oh, I can't remember who, but that's the type of freakiness that you get. It's like on a next level. They each trying to top each other. So is it a good song or not? It's a freakiness. Uh, it's on the ill, so you must think it's hot, man. This is your. I deal. mean, it's 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 if you're a woman, then yeah, you like, oh yeah, that's sick. If you're a dude, it's awkward. But I think it's a decent R and B track. It's a decent R and B track. Let me just put it that way. It's a decent R and B track. So why is it on this list? Because they don't make R and B songs like this anymore. This right, is so a, by default. By default. That's what I'm saying. By right, default, man. it's that, a decent I'm good with that. Track. That's cool. That's cool. Did Ty Dolla Sign blow his nose before he before he sung? Of course, on his damn song? not. No? Of course not. I'm not listening. He still sounds like he has thermoflu. I refuse to listen to him before he uh, until he blows his goddamn <laughs> nose. Alright? Rich the Kid. Oh, that's me, right? Plug Walk. Plug Walk. It's a good song. Rich the Kid. I thought Rich the Kid was gimmicky. But uh he actually kills this song. Like I everybody and their mama was waiting to see what he would do after New Freezer. And I think Plug Walk is a very good second single after New freezer. Let me just put it that way. So definitely listen to it. It, it will it will blow up. It just takes some time. It will take some time to blow up. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We're we all looking for the follow up to this guy. Um, he's like little. He's like the Migos little brother, man. But we'll see. Yeah. He's he's, like, he's literally like a, the fourth member of Migos. No, as far as I'm concerned. No, he's not. He absolutely is. He's like the. He's he's like he's the four. He's the unofficial member of Migos. No. Okay. But anyway. We'll see how his career turns out. Um, all right, on to some songs that are not so advised. We got Made in Tokyo. Made in Tokyo. Just his name in general. We got him on this list. Not even made not a in, song. Made in North Korea. Um, he dropped. I feel like he can be on this list every every show. Though. He really is. He is useless. I've never heard an artist that was so useless. You need to get the Josh boy. Oh, I I used to think. Uh, <laughs> I used to think Lil Turk was useless, but this is on another level. Made in TYO. Wait, wait, Lil Dirk or Lil Turk? No, Lil Turk. <laughs> Made in TYO. Just nothing. Like I, it's like listening to noise. Like it's the closest thing to listening to noise. But he dropped three songs: That's like funny. "Love Come Down," "Stressing," and um, "Mars Part 3 And on each of them, he tries to sing. On each of them, he fails singing, and his lyrical content is literally just just nothing. You learn nothing. Have you ever heard somebody talk for three or four minutes and you learn nothing from them? Yes. Hmm. Uh, Donald Trump. No. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. You learn but, something. Learn what? You learn that. There are stupid people in this world. Okay. AKA Made in Tokyo. No, Made in Tokyo. It's not that it's stupid. It's just that it's just noise. Does that make sense? No. Okay. I think we should move on. <laughs> because all I hear is noise right now from yours. <laughs> no, seriously though. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's just not a good artist, man. Like I, I think I think uh, he's too gimmicky. He's I think too... I think we all know this by now, right? Yeah, and he's just—he's just not that good. Not much more I can say than that, man. Like, I don't know. Next song, Party, Party Next Dope. Kick no, in the dope. Not ready. Not, not ready. Not ready. So you know, Party Next Door. He's actually pretty. 
He's actually been pretty good when he drops like Caribbean island inspired music. Um, this is another island inspired song. Uh, at first, it's weird as hell, which a lot of Party Next Door songs sound weird as hell when it starts. It starts to pick up steam, but then it gets weird again. So, you know, for me, to Party Next Door, I'm talking directly to you, Party Next Door. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to be so weird. Just be yourself. Like, don't try to experiment. Just make a solid song. Like, this could have been a really good song, but he just looks like he tried to do too much experimenting. On but you know the problem with him, with, especially with what the statement he just made? Mm-hmm. I don't think Party Next Door knows who he is as an artist. He knows. He doesn't know. He's, because just, he's just not satisfied with it. No, he doesn't know. He, he And even if that is the case, right? Maybe he's not satisfied. So maybe that's why he's trying to be like mm-hmm. other people. Maybe he's trying to sound like other people. We'll go with that. That's that's cool, which I won't, but we'll go with that. Stop being a solo person. You're not good enough. If if you're making music and you realize to yourself, damn, man, I got to sound like somebody else to be successful. You're not that good. I mean, re- like really, realistically speaking, you're not that good. I, I'll, take that. Let's be real I'll here. take that. I'll take that. He's a great writer. We know his contributions. We know he's been a part of like smash hits, you know, billboard charting, number ones, all of that, man. We know what he can do, his pen. We know we know this. As a soloist, he's a hit or miss, man. And mostly he misses. Is. He is. He's mostly been, misses, and man. It, and it surprises me because I thought he had really, really big potential. Really big potential. Yeah, he's he, he needs to do more, I think. But we'll we'll see if he can uh, kind of get out of that ditch. Yeah, get out of his own way, so to speak. All right, but let's, hey, let's let's skip the next two. Forget yeah. them. You put them on here, dog. <laughs> Tisha Martin. You Campbell. put you put I Gina. Don't be alone. You put Dan Gina, Gina on here. Featuring Rich the Kid. You know, it's not terrible, but it's just Gina sound, trying to sound like Tinashe. All I know is Gina was singing. I saw I saw a video clip of her. Excuse me, singing and dancing. Mm-hmm. Terrible. I was like, what is this? Who is going to watch? Why this? why is this a thing? Crazy. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Skip, glad we skipping this shit. He's the Gemini. He had a song with Trina called Pull Over. People still make songs with Trina. Trina sounds tired. Uh the Gemini sounds like the second coming of Flowrider. He's always sounds like the second coming of Flowrider. But I want to hear, in my opinion, for the last one, in my opinion, I want to hear why you think Faded Love by Tinashe is not a good song. This is the... I, I want to hear this. You really do? I want to hear this explanation. Wow, that's interesting. Because I think Faded Love is actually a really good song. Um, well, have, where can I start? So, I'll make this quick. So, I like Tanache as an artist. She's a great performer. Mm-hmm. Uh, her voice is actually very nice, too. And generally, she, she makes pretty good music. But when it comes to this song, mm-hmm. I feel like this song is out of her pocket. Like Interesting. Like... She she she's going very like pop. If we if we're, if we're using the the genres the genre terms, she's going to pop with this song. Mm, like I agree. Where Tanache is is good is in the like urban pop, if that makes sense. I see. Like okay, like okay. where like where 
You, you understand what I'm saying? I like that explanation. Like, cause she's she's been a part of songs with like DJ Mustard back yeah. when DJ Mustard was hot. Yeah, and he, you know, DJ Mustard is like that hype shit. Yeah, which I think Tanache thrives at, right? But she's going too left with it, and I don't think her. I don't think that's her. That's where she, you know her 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 brand and her talents kind of will manifest itself. And future, don't get it twisted. The, the the feature of future on this was actually very surprising. It was good. It was good. It was good. So, I think overall, if I were to if I were to really dive into it, I would say the song is not bad. I just don't think this is what we need to hear from her. That's a I, don't, I don't think I don't think this is her her this I don't think this is her. Somebody told her this is a very that's a somebody told her yo you're not being as successful as you want to be. You need to go all the way, pop. That's how, that's kind of what I feel that's is, a is going on right now. Explanation you just gave. That's an excellent. I you know what I give you I give you points for that. That's a good explanation. So, what do you think? I think it's a good song. Right. Why do you think it's a good song? Uh, kind of the reasons why you think it's a bad song. Surprisingly, <laughs> it's 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 your typical pop song. Yeah, it's your typical pop song that you can plug in any pop artist. Camila Cabello, mm-hmm. you can pop, uh, put in uh, uh, Selena Gomez or whatever, and the song will sound good. It goes back to what I was saying earlier about the writing, the, the R&B intangibles. It has every R&B intangible that is needed to succeed. And then you have just that personality, that 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 flair of Tanache that brings the song out even more. So I actually think it's a very good song, and I, I was actually pleasantly surprised by Future's uh, contributions on there. He's actually spitting like the future that we know. Interesting, because you know I, I feel like I don't know, man. You know, and and there's a there's a fine line between uh, I would say artists, you know, taking their sound to the next level, right? It's a fine line between it being, you know, uh, realistic. Or, or, or natural sounding, mm-hmm. and then when it's not, or when it just sounds like it's, it's forced and mm-hmm. kind of push down the, the listener's throats, like, here, this is where I'm going now. This song didn't really sound very genuine to me. It just sounded like very robotic. Gotcha. Like somebody just fucking put her up to this shit, like, yo, you need to sing this shit. Because it didn't sound good for that her. Makes, that makes sense. I, that's, and that's, I, just, that's, I, just, that's I, just how I feel. I respect but, that. I respect that. But you're wrong. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what's wrong. Because she ain't been popping for a couple years now. Bro. Oh, here we go. That's a fact. Anyway, hey, last song. Veronica, Vega, whoever the fuck this is, has a song called Way featuring Lil Wayne and Jeremiah. You know you what? You care to chime in, sir? You know what? This is just a cliche, like, fist-pumping song that you hear on the radio. It's, it's actually really bad. <laughs> it's actually really bad. It's it it don't even sound like they made it sober. Let me just put it that way. It, it sounds like they were just bored and said, "Hey, let's get on the mic real quick and just say the tightest thing that we can think of that comes to our head." It's it's this poor like electro pop. It it relies on the names, and uh, it's, it's just not a good song. Stay stay far away from it. Okay. I mean, just I, like, just like, just like, extra mayonnaise. Stay far away from it. I'm learning to stay far away from extra mayonnaise in my subway sandwich. All right. I put a lot of mayonnaise in my subway sandwich. People, people call me not black for it. Dude, thank you, thank you for that information, sir. 
We need, we really needed that. Remember on Undercover Brother, they said, yo, hey, I was shocked and appalled. They said, you put mayonnaise on that sandwich. I fucking hate mayonnaise. You're not black. I fucking hate mayonnaise, by the way. I was shocked. I almost seduced to tears. The only time I can take mayonnaise is when I'm like, yo, hey, man, please, just put a little bit of light. I love put a little mayonnaise. bit of light mayonnaise on it. I like mayonnaise light. Give me, Give me the late, give light me mayonnaise, mayonnaise just on the side. And then I, let me put the shit I in that. I love when they put extra mayonnaise in my, my nah, sandwich. Nah. Hey, hey, stat boy. Yeah, hey, yeah, how, yeah. How you feel about mayonnaise? Hey, wake up. He ain't sleeping. <laughs> how you feel about mayonnaise? Too much mayonnaise or hey, not enough hey, what mayonnaise? what do you think? You like a little dab, dab on the mayonnaise? You like, you like it to be on the, like, you know how they, they spread it all over the... The fucking bun before they put anything love on Love that. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. When you go to the, the, the shop, they, they take the fucking scoop of mayonnaise, they spread it all over the bread. I then they start that. putting shit on. Love it. You like that? Or do you like a little bit? I, I like a little bit. Oh, but, exactly. Exactly. But, but if you put too much, you just don't love your mom. There you go. See? <laughs> you don't love your mama. <laughs> you, put you don't love your mama. What I the fuck love me some mean? mayonnaise. I don't know what that means, but. I don't hey, know what we'll, he's talking about. We'll take these been banned. We'll take it. Shit. Ill-advised thoughts. All right. So with the ill-advised thoughts, I'm going to talk about the cash money story. Many of you are familiar with uh, the cash money empire, the bling bling, the cash money millionaires, the hot boys, the 504 boys, all of the the boys that came out of New Orleans in the late 90s, early 2000s, all of that. Well, if you didn't know, Birdman is actually, uh, he's actually narrating his own cash money story, quote unquote. And supposedly it's going to tell the story of all the different artists that have come through the whole cash money label, including Young Money, all those different artists. Like I I mentioned before, the classic people, I don't got to name them. You guys know all about the, the juveniles, back that ass up. You know, and it's and it's ironic that he's talking about this stuff now because over the last what year and a half, almost to two years, there's been a lot of people who've come out and, and talk shit about him and said, "Hey, man, this guy's been you know he's been fucking us over, you know, business wise. You know, he hasn't paid us our money. Even Lil Wayne, of all people, he Lil Wayne wasn't the first person who even started this. You know, I remember hearing Tyga come out a while ago saying, "Yo, I didn't get my money." And then you started hearing all these other people talking about, hey, I didn't get my money. Of all people who you would never even question, uh, at least loyalty, because over the years they've been very close from what we've seen, um, Lil Wayne even said the same thing. So now I think, I really feel like when Wayne did that, it was almost like a license to really question, yo, how are these people really doing business, you know? Like, is it are they really fucking people over like this? So... I'm curious to see the uh, the story that will be told with this whole cash money story. Personally, I don't really feel like he's going to get into into any detail as far as the business dealings, you know, with any of these people. Which I mean, rightfully so. It's kind of more of a general. Uh, it's more of a general docu- documentary, if you will. But I feel like in today's age, which you know, 2018, people might not be trying to hear that shit, like. I don't feel like right now is the right time to, to hear a cash money documentary. Documentary. 
if if people weren't complaining and talking about all this bullshit, absolutely, it'll be the right time. We everybody will receive it with open arms. I don't feel like right now is the time. I don't really feel that way. I don't think so. Hmm. I think I think they need to they need to figure out their um their business, you know, and 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 get on the same accord. Then drop it when everybody's cool, and then uh, I think it'll be received more. And this is obviously me saying this shit before it comes out, but I just feel like this is not the right time to to really to really touch on a cash money story if you're not going to be all the way forthright, which I know he won't. Of course he won't. So I mean, so, he, that, so that's all I'm saying. He's the he's the co-creator. He's the the guy that was kind of the poster boy for that whole cash money movement, and that cash money movement is all about not taking losses. Like they, yeah, you that, would look at it if you from afar, if you look at the way they were moving, you would think they never lost a day in their life. Exactly, they're too so, busy buying Bugattis exactly. and houses and ice and all this shit, right? Exactly, exactly. So I don't know, man. We'll we'll, we'll see how people receive it. I'm I'm curious to see how people receive. The documentary, uh, that that's what I'm gonna be looking for when they release it in a few months. I think it's coming out in a few months. I'm really looking forward to seeing how people are receiving it, and uh, if they don't receive it, you know, positively, I think we'll know why. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Maybe it's maybe, I think we'll know exactly it's all why. One big publicity stunt. Maybe it, maybe it's a way to kind of get everybody together again, and you know, for cheap. But um, I feel you on that. It's gonna be interesting. Because that's a story, I think what makes that story so interesting is that it's a story that is about a good chunk of the businesses that are run in the world today. Cash money is just a, a representation of like all the corrupt businesses or the perceived corrupt businesses of the world. So it makes perfect sense. Especially music industry. Especially because, the music because, industry. Because truth be told, as we've as we've come to know in 2018, your favorite artist at one point got fucked over business wise. Of course. By a record label. So of course. So you know, I, I I'm not saying Cash Money is you know out of the norm from what all these other people are doing. I just feel like when it comes to hip hop, you know, you hear about these disputes more often than than a, you know than another genre, if you will. Of Cash Money is at the forefront of. People complaining about not being paid for something. Of course. And I'm not just talking about artists, by the way. I'm talking about producers. Like, even Bangladesh. Bangladesh. Yeah. The guy who produced he's, a milli. He stayed not getting even paid. Even T-Pain said, I didn't get paid for got money. Yeah, exactly. All of these people haven't gotten paid yet. Where's this fucking money at, man? Exactly. It's it's, it's, it's outrageous. So, you know, like I said, I'm curious to there see. There needs to be some type of, like, middleman that, that uh, makes sure these people are getting paid. Yeah, I don't Which, know. I, but but, rappers don't think middlemen. They yeah. just think. That's my homie. When, yeah, when are when are people gonna put business before anything? But I mean, like I said, I'm I'm personally I'm looking to see how the documentary will be perceived by the public. I'm paying very close attention to. I this. agree. That's all I got, man. What I agree, a hundred percent. I agree. Um, you know, Tiger's new album, it, it uh brought out a a topic that I've always wanted to talk about. Uh, and that's like, what is the, what is the okay process for an artist? Like, I think we've gotten to a point in music where people are kind of doing whatever the hell they want to do, which is, I think also, you know, kind of allows for that whole drug culture to take part. 
Because people are saying whatever the hell they want. People are doing whatever the hell they want. And that was always fine in hip-hop music. That was always fine in rap. But now it's starting to ooze into R&B. You know what I mean? It's starting to ooze into other genres where people like Lil Uzi Vert saying what the hell he wants over rock beats um, and, and telling the people that this is rock music. This isn't rap. This is rock music. But at the same time, he's giving reckless lyrics. And, um, you know, Tyga, who really made an R&B album, kind of just doing whatever the hell he wants, kind of making a mockery of the genre without really like taking the time to make quality R&B music. You know, who is okaying this, in my opinion? Like, at what point do, you know, we start to say like, yo, like you can't, <laughs> you can't like make a mockery of the music that, just because you think you can do it doesn't mean that you should do it. And I feel like back in the day, there was the executives, the music executives, and the people that we used to always complain about. Think about it. We always used to complain about that. Oh, the music executives want us to bring out this radio-friendly single. You know, oh, music executives thinks that, you know, five songs with DMX is too much for our commercial brand, blah, 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 blah. Have we come to a point where the music executives are now the important people in our industry, in the hip-hop industry? Have we come to a point where we need some type of middleman, sort of like I was talking about with your discussion, where we need some type of middleman to say, like, yo, I, I understand that you want to be experimental. I understand you want to be artistic, but this is not good. <laughs> Have we gotten to that point where we need that? Because I never want to limit an artist. Let, let's just put it straight. I never want to limit a musical artist. I think if you're reaching for your goals and you feel like you know your artistry doesn't always translate to rap, I'm, I'm cool with that. But at a certain point, like maybe we need to save them from themselves. Have we gotten to that point in music where certain artists need to save need to be saved from themselves. And moving forward, I think it's definitely a conversation that needs to be had. Especially with this Tiger album. Like hmm. this Tiger album really woke something up in me that tells me like these music executives and these people that are okaying these things to come out, they may need to like start getting a little stricter with what they are bringing out. Huh. I mean, that's, that's an interesting, interesting point. I don't agree with that because number one, I feel like, you know, music is just different now, man. Like the genres are being crossed so easily. Who is to tell Tyga, like realistically speaking, right? 2018. Who are we to tell Tyga he can't do what he did? Now, whether or not we think it's good or not, that's a different, that's a different discussion. Who are we to tell him that he can't attempt to make, you know, a different type of sound than what we know him for, right? And 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 you also got to think about it like this because Tiger's also one of those other people who kind of tie into the discussion that I talked about on my ill-advised thoughts, which is he was also disgruntled. Yeah. He also, you know, claimed cash money didn't didn't give him his fucking money. He somehow got out of his deal. He's actually one of the only 
artist on Cash Money who's actually managed to get out of his deal. So, you want to be real, I'm not sure if Tiger's even signed with a label. Maybe he's just distributing this shit on his own. And, and when you're and when you're distributing music on your own to the masses, which you can do in 2018, by simply clicking a button, as long as you got the distribution behind you and the marketing, you can really push it out. There's nobody telling him he can't do what the fuck he can do. I agree. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, but but it's like you so, know. So when you talk about when you talk about record record executives mitigating well, whoever, or trying to like step in, is, whoever it is you know? that needs to step in, because like. The Randy Jacksons of the world, the Puff Daddies of the world that used to tell people, this ain't hot. Like, majority of these dudes and women out here will not make making the band. Like, they would not make it. Point blank, period. Like, Risty Kid would not be considered good enough back in the 90s. And that, I think, because of the people like Puff Daddy, because of the people like Pharrell and Timbaland and like, Etc. Etc. So forth. So forth. Like those people stopped them at a certain point and said, "Y'all are not good enough. Come with something better than what you are giving me." We have completely stopped that in the hip hop industry. They are just letting everybody come from the floodgates, do whatever. Like Lil Pump, I I like Gucci Mane, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. I love it. It's it's it's, it's exciting, but it's really bad music. People are going to school for music. People are people are 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 studying music, They're making music that is way more useful, way more beautiful than Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. And I'm okay with some of them, you know, make it to like superstardom, but too many of them nowadays. You know, and I was cool. If you you can mess up rap all you want. Rap is made to be messed up. But when you start tapping into R&B, you start trying to destroy R&B too. I think I have a problem with that. And Tiger's album is one of the first albums I think that is a blatant body of work that destroys what I think R&B music is. It completely destroys it. It makes a mockery of it. And I I don't like it. I don't think it's cool. I don't think it's fair. You know... You know, I will say this. I will say this. I th- I feel like you and other people who, who who feel the same way you may you may feel are primarily saying this because Tyga is coming from a rap background and he's changing his his he's he's basically changing his music. If he were to if he were to be an artist who started out the gate as an R quote unquote R and B artist and he just wasn't good. We wouldn't have this thought, but how we wouldn't have this thought? But how? So, so my question is: like, this. it's almost like it's almost like you, you, and other people who feel like you are like, I can't believe you have the audacity to. It's not to even attempt another genre you see, it's, and not it's, be but, good. But do at you see what I'm saying? Not even be, not even respect. I'm glad enough. you say that because now I can tell you about the middleman part, right? Okay. At a certain point, the middleman is supposed to step in and say, "Nah." You're not good enough to do both. Uh-huh. Like, so what I'm saying, pretty much, like, as an example, like, in let's say NFL, right? Like, just because you know or understand or you think you understand the game of football doesn't mean you can just make that transition from wide receiver to quarterback. Okay. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, there's 
couple of things that you need to learn. Like you gotta have it in you to you. make that transition. I got you. Like, yeah, Tiger understands that. Oh, I understand, you know, R and B music sounds like this, blah, 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 blah. Let me make that transition from, you know, hip hop artist to quarterback or, or, or to R and B artist. It's not up to Tiger to make that decision because what he hears when he sings in the shower is probably amazing R&B music when he sings. But it's up to that person to tell him, yo, this is not good enough for you to bring this out. When does it matter that your name is associated to something that is poorly done? You know what I mean? Like if you're going to do auto-tune and like, you know... Use tools that will manipulate people's ears when it comes to R&B music. Fine. Ty didn't use no auto tune like, like Scott? that. Or Travis Scott. Travis Scott used auto tune, so mm-hmm. it's like you can literally say, "Oh, this is not really R&B music." Yeah. Tiger was singing songs on that album that sounded like it was made for R. Kelly. And and I said that's not okay. You know what? Listen. Like I don't want people to think that. Anybody. It's literally saying anybody can do it. And that's not true. I'm going to tell you like this. I understand, I actually understand the point you're making. The only problem is I, I just feel like we we can't tell people what to do and what not to do in today's age because it's literally direct to consumer now. Like, I, the I days are you. different. I agree like, with you. You're not going to tell... But it's like... Like, there's no, there's no longer a fucking board... think about... Somebody that... A group of people who are like, nah, that shit don't but, sound good. Unless... I mean, and clearly they still exist, but I'm just saying... There are exceptions where you can actually just put music out for people. But think about hip-hop music. And, and Tyga's, Tyga's an example. And, and, and by the way, like we mentioned me, earlier, mm-hmm. Tyga put out a song called One of One... Two years ago, one on one was good, and we fucked with it. Yeah, but it was it was it, it, we it was with good it. because it was just like okay, like it's just a little semblance, like a glimpse of what he can do. No, 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 we fucked with it. I liked it. I, I, I liked for, it, but it's I just must, one I song. I'm gonna speak for myself. Your whole body I, of I, work. I'm gonna speak for myself. I fucked with. I liked it. I and, liked and, it too. And on this album, I feel like this was just an extension of the one on one stuff. It, it and, was. It and, wasn't. And, it, and he didn't execute. It wasn't good. He didn't execute. And so, but my thing is, my thing That's is all? this. My my fear is he didn't execute. My fear is this. I don't like, think he's. I don't think he's horrible. My fear is this. He what didn't is execute? What is hip hop and R and B and all the urban music? What is it worth nowadays? If people that are not even good at it. Are just going hopping on to whatever. But that's always R and B is not worth nothing. But that's always gonna yeah. Be but the case. I shouldn't hear it. I shouldn't be able to. It shouldn't get past like. But Tiger's a big name. Mainstream. Tiger's a big name. If, yeah, but Tiger's talk, a big name that talking, doesn't care about the ramifications wait, no, of sounding horrible no, 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 on R and B song. Forget about that part of the the ramifications stuff that you're talking about. There should be ramifications. No, what I'm saying is forget about that for a second. I'm just talking about the fact that. The reason why you're hearing the music is because it's Tyga. Tyga has it. a name. I get Tyga it. was associated with Chris Brown. They they did collab. They did collab I get projects. It. I get it. Like he's a big name. I get it. And you're but gonna hear his music. I get it. If this was just Joe Schmo from down the street, I get it. But it's disrespecting like, the art of R and B. You're not gonna it. hear that like shit. Drake said, like Drake said in one of his raps, I think he said. Mike never tried to rap like Pop. Pop never tried to sing like Mike. Remember that line that he made? No. He he made it. I, I tell you, he made it. And um, 
pretty much saying, like, you know, Pac at a point was so big, he could have did whatever the hell he wanted to do. But he didn't try to sing. He didn't try to go outside of his boundaries. First off, that like, wasn't the Mike time. Mike didn't try to go outside that of his boundaries rap-wise. So you think that's great, right? You think Or not great. I you think that's good. You put words in my mouth. You, what do I, you think that's a good thing? That's all I'm saying. Okay, that's a different discussion. It, whether, I, whether or not I think it's great or not. Mm-hmm. I'm just simply telling you, we, I mean, we're, not under, living, we're not living in those times I understand times that. But what I'm saying is we need to change those times. I don't times. think that's possible. And I'm, I'm, I understand. I don't, I'm not talking about whether it's possible or not. I'm just saying that this is an initiative that something needs to change where these people can should not be allowed to just do whatever the hell they want and like we're okay with it. Like Tyga should have been stopped at some point by a music executive saying like, yo, nah. What whatever happened to nah? You know what? You ain't good enough you, to be making you, this. You know what? You know what? I caution I caution myself to even agree with you on that simply because music is fucking art. Yeah. Right? Music is art. It's a form of art. Since when are we telling people that they have to constraint they have to put constraints on the art that they choose to display? I know it sounds crazy, right? Because you're like, it's music. Since though. when? Since when? American no, Idol. No, I'm, but no, that's a contest. I'm talking. I'm talking about people who are actual an artist, actual artists, and they're putting out music for the public, not people who are competing to be number one in a in a, in a show. That's different. Mm-hmm. I'm saying if you're an artist and you're and you're and you're putting constraints on people and saying you can't do this, you can't do that. I, it's I, not about I hesitate. I hesitate to do that. It's not about we can't. Right. As much as I don't like it, and I'm actually with you. It's not I actually about we don't, can't. I don't like the shit that he did on the album. It's not but about. I, but I will never tell an artist, yo, you don't have the right to do that shit. It's not that you I'm not saying it. you. You. It's not that I can just I'm tell you this shit sucks. You don't have the right. What I'm saying exactly. What I'm saying is the higher ups, the ones that are putting money into your success on that level. Should be able to say nah, like the ones that. But that's what. But that's my point. But that's my point. Right, what you just said mm-hmm. is what I'm attacking. At least earlier I was. When you say the higher ups, yeah. Do you understand that? Yes, there are labels that exist that higher ups and they dictate what people put out and what they don't do. Then there's other people who don't have labels and they have distribution deals for marketing their music. These people don't tell them. How to create the music? There's no creative control over that. They're just concerned. Hey, how do how do you want us to distribute it out to the people? You tell them how to do it because you pay them. Mm-hmm. I feel like Tiger is in that deal because I don't believe he's signed right now. And when you're not signed, you have the authority to 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 employ somebody like a. There's a bunch of labels who do this stuff type of stuff. Distribution distribution deals. You tell them, yo, I got this. I got this project. I'm going to pay you X amount of money to put it out on X amount of platforms over X amount of time. That's it. They don't give, they don't give a fuck about the content. They get paid. Yeah. And, and I'm just saying for Tyga and for people like him who don't have anything to do with record deals, there's nobody telling them not to produce the type of music they're doing. But even if there was somebody, I would caution them and say, I don't know if we want to put constraints over people's art. That's just, fair. As, as much as I don't like it, I can I can say I don't like it all the time, but I'm not gonna tell them not to do it. It's them expressing themselves. Well, then us as listeners should not like it, and we don't. And we should, which we, we should, which we've already we said, should, right? We should let it be known like this is stupid. We we've done that plenty of times. Trust me. I think we made that point clear, man. So 
hey man, that's the ill-advised thoughts. You guys check us out Twitter, Instagram, any uh, any website near you. We got a <laughs> any website near any you. website near you. Got what, what is this? Barn and Bailey's? Yeah. Hey man, hey, you got any last thoughts before we get out of here? Um, yeah, of course I got last thoughts. The only ones I picked up from uh, Ozio. Man, them the last thoughts, you know, the last choice. One of them, her lip is falling off, but who cares? It's the last ones I got. It's the bottom of the barrel. All right, y'all. And we, you know, ironically, we going to Cracker Barrel. Bottom of the barrel, going to Cracker Barrel. I'm not going to a fucking Cracker Barrel. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> you seen that white man with sitting on the seat? That always scared me. Yeah, you mean that Cracker? Yes. All right. Okay, that racist. Thanks for listening. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.